Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ryan Jod. And first up, we're going to talk about Modified Culture. Yeah, Modified Culture was a pretty, like, I viewed a lot of stuff online. It looked like a pretty lit event. That's how I, like, literally I can explain it. Yeah, that's literally what it was. <laughs> when I went to this event, like, it kind of gave me nostalgia mm-hmm. from like a previous event yeah if you guys have been to it, i think like a couple years ago god asked they hosted their hot wheels show mm-hmm. it was in a ghost station parking garage mm-hmm. and it was like it was probably one of the best events that i've been to mm-hmm. just because of like the environment yeah like that honestly that vibe that i i felt off like just looking at people's stories and stuff it felt like tokyo drift yeah, that's what it had. It had that Tokyo Drift vibe to it. Yeah. And it's something that you don't see in the GTA. Right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how they were able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. Even with, like, the Hot Wheels event a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Being at a parking garage, it's, like, the best atmosphere for, like, car enthusiasts. Oh, 100%. I agree. Totally agree with that. It's just, you know, the revs. <laughs> I think that's yeah. like, that really what blows it away is because it's much more echoed. Everything echoes, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you hear everything. Like, you, like, they were doing burnouts and stuff there, right? Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into all that. Yeah. Um, it was, like, it was crazy, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I did, like this event, we talked about it. I think they only had about, like, two weeks notice mm-hmm. when they first announced it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was surprised. It's, it was actually a pretty big event. Yeah. Like, a lot of people showed up. A lot of, like, nice cars, mm-hmm. car clubs and all that. A lot of photographers were there. Yep. But, yeah, for those of you guys who don't know what Modified Culture is, mm-hmm. basically, from what I've heard... Mm-hmm. At the show, they were talking about how this company in the U.S., they want to start a TV show. Or they're pitching an idea for a TV show that mm-hmm. showcases the modified culture. Mm-hmm. And they're from the U.S. So I was actually surprised that they came to Canada. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they could have went to any show in the U.S. Right. And they could have, like, done this whole TV show based on that. Right. But they actually came to Canada and they pitched this idea to another brand. And then, you know, they kind of planned this event together. To come up with modified culture, which was the car meet, the event, all that kind of stuff. What that sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, it, it it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were talking about how they want to pitch the idea to Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that. Right. Uh, but it all depends on like the the success of the car meet or the car show, right? Definitely. Yeah. And I think like a lot of some of the the, the planners or whatever they were there, they kind of wanted to, you know experience the modified culture in toronto which if for anyone that knows we have one of the most diverse culture i'd say like we have a little bit of everything it's not like you only see like tuners only muscles you see a little bit of everything yeah you see a little bit of everything and that's what the show was it was kind Mm -hmm. of a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. um i saw there were actually low riders there that's something you don't see yeah at every car show yeah and some like there were like slam trucks and you know you have like the stance guys as well Mm mm-hmm all like the SUVs, Jeeps, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Performance guys, obviously. Yeah. Drifters. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, like honestly, it brought, it brought in so many different kinds of like people, which is like what we crave to see at car shows, right? Yeah. It's like what we're missing a lot in the car car culture. They literally accomplished it in two weeks. Yeah, right? that's which, what I was really surprised. Like, which was- yeah, again, it really surprised us because. You don't see that, right? We, we said, what, we spent like three months? Yeah, a couple months at least. Three months advertising and you, like we still got the results, I'd say. Uh, 
but like in general they did that in two weeks yeah which is actually crazy crazy marketing yeah and i think this this event it was in partnership with import expo mm-hmm. so pretty big name in the car scene right mm-hmm. from the start and god ass girls were there as well yeah pretty big name in gta i should say car scene yeah but like any event hosted by like import expo god ass girls it's always huge yeah right they definitely know the community they know what people want right. and they deliver yep that's for sure so aside from like the the car show you know they also had like the two-step competition which i missed but i heard it was like absolutely ridiculous because yeah. Parking garage. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you heard everything. Everything. Everything yeah. echoes in there. And I'm sure it was probably the hardest thing to judge. Oh, yeah. Easily. Like, yeah. who was louder? Yeah. It's like, they're both pretty, like, loud in, in terms of, uh, you know, underground parking lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that was... I heard from, like, the people I've heard from, they said it was, like, absolutely ridiculous, mm-hmm. that competition. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, anybody who's been on social media for, like, the past week, you've also seen that they had Drift in. Mm-hmm. So like the drifting was like one of the main aspects of the show. Everyone who went there has seen the drifting. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this, like when I first pulled up there, I originally parked below. So below the, the top floor where the show was. Mm-hmm. And someone actually came up to me and they said that um, they asked me to move my car because they were going to start sliding. So those were his exact words. Oh my God. So at that point, I was like excited because <laughs> like drifting in a parking garage, that's something I've never seen before. That's Tokyo Drift? Yeah, Tokyo As Drift. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of, I moved my car and then I went back upstairs and then I heard tire screeching and everybody started running to like stairwells, elevators, everything like that. And yeah, I joined them as well. And I, as I walked down the stairs... I opened the door, and you know that scene in Tokyo Drift when Sean and Twinkie, they went down the elevator, Mm -hmm. and the elevator door opens, and it's just cars drifting right across? Yeah. That's exactly what I saw. Literally the exact scene as I opened that door. And it was, like, it was so surreal to see that. That's awesome. It was crazy. And, like, it it was continuous, too. Like, they just kept going around. Right. Like, there were different rounds and stuff. It was crazy to see something like that in real life. Yeah. And everybody, like, everyone, all the social media posts... Everyone I talked about the show, they said the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was insane to see something like that. Yeah, because like everyone here plays it safe. Um, yeah, we yeah. don't really like to lose our spots or anything. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, that's why we stick to like pleasant car shows. Yeah, like not doing, hooning, yeah, not hooning around and stuff. I think this is a little risky, but you know what? Yeah, it is risky, but it it was all part of like the pitch, right, right. from this company, because. Mm-hmm the the host they wanted to show what the canadian car scene is about right right so i think they actually invited these drifters there Mm -hmm. because like as i said there were multiple drifters but there was also like it was like a whole crew of just jdm drift spec cars there yeah i think uh a lot of the the guys that usually that worked on those cars i think it's from too fast motors yeah exactly so too fast motors uh they have their own drift car too i think it was one of the z's yeah it was one of the 350 z's and obviously they have uh the white is 300 i saw that one yeah too. that one they have uh there's two i think there's two 350 there's two there was yeah. two 350 z's one was like that uh, cre- uh the color shifting um stuff going yeah, on with it yeah, and it, then the one that was silver i think yeah it was a silver right? one yeah. yeah those were like the, the three main cars they were actually tandeming and stuff yeah they were doing tandems too yeah, it was yeah. crazy in a parking garage mm-hmm. like you don't see that every day it's interesting but like yeah. here's the thing if they crash Oh, oh yeah, it was it was so sketchy. It was probably the sketchiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, because like where they did it, it was half of the parking lot, and they were kind of going around, 
like the different rows in a parking garage, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there were people around them, and then in the center as well. Yeah. So they're drifting around, and they're like, it's like continuous drift. They're not going straight. Right. So they'll they'll twist each side, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there were actually cars parked in like some of the spots too. So they were drifting around these cars. That's crazy. Which was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I and agree. like this, the parking garage too. It was like super dusty. I don't know why. It was just really dusty. So, like, I'm, I'm crouched down taking pictures. And as they come by, you just get, like, thrown with dust. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, when I was done, my camera was covered in dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also an R32 that I was drifting to. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was part of, like, the the whole drifting crew that was right. there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he was, he was actually doing pretty good. Yeah. It was a clean R32 as well. And then after that, I think, I think co- yeah, cops showed up after. No, before the cops showed up. People started doing donuts, mm-hmm. and I think there was an R32 doing donuts, and then there was a, a Challenger doing donuts too, which was in, insane, mm-hmm. right? Because those Challengers, they have so much torque. Yeah, like, and like the, they're big, right? So. Yeah, they're big cars too. <laughs> it, that was really sketchy because he was going all kinds of ways. Yeah. And people were just circling. It, it kind of, it reminded me of TO Takeovers, if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, cops showed up, and then... Everyone kind of just went off on their own. Cops couldn't do anything. They were too late. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was pretty evident that, you know, people were drifting. Yeah. Like, you see the skid marks. You see all, like, yeah. the tire marks. Obviously, all that they stuff. don't have any evidence. Yeah. Except for social media because it was everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere, yeah. Um, and, like, these drifters, they were prepared. Like, yeah. they all had spare tires <laughs> yeah, set yeah. up. Yeah, like, yeah. after they were finished, they all swapped their tires out. They were prepared for this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that was like that. That was if you went to the event, you know that was the highlight of the event. Yeah, and I think the organizers, they were kind of promoting it because obviously they want to show like this company, what the Canadian car culture is about. Yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, the police kind of killed it at the end. Yeah, bus kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's whatever though. We got a good show out of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like I enjoyed it. It was a good show. Like I met a lot of cool people. I don't know. Is it just me? I just know people by their Instagram names. I don't know if that's normal or not. <laughs> that's with everyone. Trust me. Like yeah. In the car community. We all just know each other by either our, their cars or their tags. Like, yeah. We don't yeah. know people by their actual I don't know. Names. I don't know people's names. I just know their Instagram names. Yeah. I met a lot of people like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think like the, I don't know. It was in a ghost station parking garage. Mm-hmm. So it was at Clarkson ghost station. Yeah. And it was like really dusty. Like it was a really windy day. Yeah. But, like, everyone I talked to said it's really dusty. Like, their cars get dirty so quick. Mm-hmm. At the end of the show, like, everyone's car is just covered in dust. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That was, like, the only downside. I heard, like, the awards and stuff, too. I didn't stick around for awards. Mm-hmm. But I heard that was kind of, like... Iffy. It was iffy, yeah. I don't know if some people weren't very happy with the outcomes. Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. And then they had some good raffles as well. So they had, like, sponsors and stuff. They had some good raffles. I think they had a full vehicle wrap. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. They had um, yeah, it's pretty cool. energy drinks and like hot sauces. Hot sauces? Hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, so one of the, the sponsors was actually a hot sauce company in the States. So I think they're not selling it in Canada right now. So that's why they're giving it away. Mm-hmm. But they had, so one guy won it from a raffle. And the host challenged him to take a shot of hot sauce. And he could win a case of energy drink. <laughs> And he actually did it. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, so, people will do anything for that. Yeah, people will do anything for free stuff. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like, it, it was a good event. I think organization wasn't their, you know, their their strongest in this event. But, like, for sh- such short notice, I think it was pretty good. 
Yeah. They did a good job, like, hosting. They did a good job hosting. Promoting it was really good as well. Yeah. Maybe execution. Yeah, they could probably work on that. Yeah. But, like, again, it was two weeks' notice. Two weeks' notice. So, this is a company from the U.S. that came here as well. Right. So, they don't have experience in this, you know, playing field. Right. So, it's understandable. It makes sense, yeah. It's just experience for the next one. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm interested to see how, you know, this company thinks of this event of, like, modified culture and if it actually becomes a thing. Because that will be pretty cool. They were talking about how they want to interview people in the community about their car builds or like what got them into cars they want to interview videographers and photographers you know why they're doing what they do at these shows and stuff Mm -hmm. so that'd be pretty cool to see yeah like in terms of media we're never actually supported as a car group right yeah yeah in terms of what we what we like to build right we're never actually supported obviously like performance the you know there are a lot of uh people that really do promote that like uh, Amazon's show. Yeah, the Grand Tour really promotes like performance, other cars, like weird, weird stuff. Yeah, right? weird stuff. Yeah, there's also that Netflix series, uh, Fastest Car. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, that's, it's kind of breaking into modified scene. Yeah, but honestly, it's not breaking into the tuner field. I, yeah, I feel, yeah, exactly. Right? There's a lot of muscle cars, a lot of exotics and stuff. Yeah. But it, like, no one ever talks about tuners. Tuners, stance cars, all that kind exactly, of stuff, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. And like, that in them itself, it is its own culture, right? Yeah, So, exactly. if, if, honestly, if they want to do more of a niche, I would definitely go into, like, stance. You know, all of this this other culture that no one really explored yet. Obviously, there's obviously going to be a lot of hate when it first comes out. But as people go, you know, it'll be better explained why people, you know, do negative 15 camber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, like from a normal person's perspective it probably seems like a stupid idea right yeah yeah because people don't understand the, the car scene color car culture all that kind of stuff but i think by you know building a tv show off of it definitely can really educate people and maybe oh, yeah. like attract people into the culture yeah 100 percent. and because there's so much exposure to like race cars and stuff like that people want to do more of that and they don't get why people would go super low to the ground Instead of, you know, racing their stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but again, it's culture. And uh, sooner or later, it'll, it'll start to adapt. And people will start to understand why most people do that kind of shit. Yeah, so shout out to Modified Culture for, you know, hosting a good event. Mm-hmm. And all the best. Like, I hope to see something alongside a TV show or yeah. some kind of series yeah. that comes out of it. That really supports us car enthusiasts, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, our culture, our what we, what we build around something like that hopefully it's something not just performance but stance you know yeah like the stance scene yeah all that kind of stuff exactly so we're gonna move on to our next topic which we like to cover some sort of news in it that's uh floating around the internet uh this week's news is audi uh audi rs q3 so for anyone that doesn't know it's q3 but it's just rs version of it doesn't sound very interesting but it does put out a powerful number of 394 horsepower in an SUV. And if anyone has seen a Q3 before, it's pretty small. It's a small SUV for sure. I think it's the smallest SUV Audi makes, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, seeing an RS yeah. come out of the Q3. Yeah. Like, I think they have the SQ5. Yeah. They have the SQ7. That's in 
Europe only, I believe. Yeah. But I think this is the first RS SUV, right? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's interesting on Audi's part. Yeah, definitely very interesting that they... Uh, honestly, my honest opinion about this, I'm not surprised. Because SUVs are going to be the new flex. I'm calling yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah, can see people, that. People are already starting to mod them. Like, you know, like they're throwing bags on them. And yeah. They're, Spoiler honestly, to our car of the week. Stay tuned. <laughs> yep, you're going to hear it in, in a couple of minutes. But yeah, it's, uh, like I can totally see... That SUVs are just going to be the new trend. And people are going to start modding these very soon. And they already have, right? Shout out to our homie Spoke. Shout out to you, homie. Yeah. He's for, for modding your CHR. First bag CHR. Yeah. That that thing's awesome. Maybe. Yeah. And I think, like, SUVs, like, even from, like, not even, like, a stance perspective. Right. SUVs are, like, the new norm. Exactly. Right? That's what people want. Yeah, it's a future. Yeah. Like, like people are moving away from cars. Like, you see... For they stopped making cars. They only make SUVs now. Mm-hmm. And the Mustang, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like a lot of other manufacturers are coming out with smaller SUVs. Yeah, because that, honestly, that's what people want. They want to have like something that's still protected up in the air. You know, can go over bumps easily. You know, you're not scraping everything underneath it. That kind of stuff, right? Yeah, especially in Canada too. Like something with all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the added ride height as well. You know, it helps out in snow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it honestly just makes sense for them to make a performance version of a SUV because honestly, that's where it's going. Yeah. Like if you look at the, uh, look at BMW, they have like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have M sport package. They have like M for everything. Yeah. Honestly. They have M for everything. Right. <laughs> and like, it's kind of like the racing package or they want you to think that it's a racing package, right? Yeah. Not going to lie. Like the M series, they're pretty nice. Yeah. I think they're a little overpriced for what they are, but yeah. it's BMW at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, you're paying for the luxury. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably the same thing here. Like the RS3, the RSQ3 is not going to be coming to North America, unfortunately. Yeah. As usual, it's like a European exclusive. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's the first like performance version of the Q3. Like right. even the Q3, it's relatively new. Like I think it only came out a couple of years ago, right? But yeah, from like a performance perspective, you see a lot of luxury brands coming out with performance cars, like yeah. BMW, for example. Yeah. Uh, you have like Mercedes, they have AMGs and like all their SUVs. Mm-hmm. Even like luxury brands like Bentley, Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, yeah. they all have performance SUVs. Yeah. Right? So it makes sense for Audi to come out with a performance SUV as well. 100%. It's the only way to compete, right? If they don't start innovating and create something that people want now, then, you know, they're just going to be left in the dust. Yeah, to me, it's kind of weird because Q3, it's a pretty small SUV. Like, if you've seen it in person, it's pretty small. Like, it, it almost, it's probably comparable to a car or a hatchback. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I guess throwing in so much power into it, it's probably relatively easy because it's such a small car. Yeah. It's lightweight. Uh-huh. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just reading off of the, the article. Apparently, this is a five-cylinder, too. So it's going back to its roots where Audi used to do the five, five banger, you know, in the Audi Quattro. It's a very, it's pretty much a tribute, you know, because Audi, Audi's five cylinder engine is just, you know, very, very, very historic. And that's what really got them really famous, especially in motorsports, right? And to see them putting the same, this same engine into a SUV, it shows you that like they're serious about like the performance of this thing. So 
Honestly, we'll see. It says that it, it can go 0 to 60 in 3.9 seconds, which I'm going to say it's very impressive. That's that's pretty fast for a five-cylinder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think even like the higher-priced luxury SUVs don't even go that quick. No, they don't. Yeah. But obviously, like this is a lot smaller, so exactly. that kind of contributes. Yeah. But I think the, the five-cylinder in this car is also the same engine in the RS3, mm-hmm. I believe, and the TTRS. Yeah. 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 The, uh, yeah. Honestly... They did a good job with this with this car altogether. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Yeah, it's probably like relatively easy for them to kind of develop something like this too. Mm-hmm. It's probably like the, the Q3 body, and then they just threw in the five cylinder from the RS3. Yeah, there Which you is, have it. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, Audi <laughs> loves to copy and paste. By the way, a side note. One thing I don't understand from Audi is that they have so they have the RS Q3 now, mm-hmm. the SQ5. It's like been out for years now, mm-hmm. and that thing I think it makes like three hundred and fifty horsepower or something like yeah. that from a six cylinder. Mm-hmm. So I want to see them update the SQ five, especially in North America. Mm-hmm. That would be really interesting to see. Yeah, like honestly, looking at the um, the R six that just came out. Yeah, the Avant. Yeah, the Avant. Um, I feel like Audi's gonna definitely do something about it because. It's kind of embarrassing, as you said. Yeah, because right? the, the Avon makes like 600 horsepower. Horsepower, right? right? Yeah, they're definitely going to have to do something about that. Otherwise, it's just it's yeah, going to be stayed out, outdated. Most yeah, likely, they already yeah. have been updating it, but they just haven't gotten the time to release it. Yeah, they haven't released it yet. Because like, if that car comes out, mm-hmm. it's like a huge gap between the Avant and like other Audis like, in terms of performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I agree with that, yeah. I'd really like to see an SQ5 update. Oh, yeah, same. That'd be nice. And I think, like, even styling-wise, the SQ5, even, like, the RS Q3, it looks very similar to, like, a regular Q3, Q5. Yeah. Which I don't really understand yeah, why honestly, they do that. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to make it look exactly the same. It's just the interior, I feel, is it's different, and same with the engine. It might just be that they're they're trying to make it look civilized and trying to keep that, you know, elegant look to it. Um, so they might not be giving it a sporty look to it. Yeah, I see that. But like, I don't know. Because I see like a lot of other SUVs, you know, they're coming more sportier, more performance related, oriented, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audi looks kind of just internals, mm-hmm. you know? In terms yeah, of I agree specs. with you. I'm just saying like, that's probably what they're, they're trying to keep the elegance. Yeah, yeah I know. You know it's mean. an Audi, right? Yeah. The standard, right? They don't want it to look like too much. Too much, you know, too much sports, sports. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sportsness. I'm not really a fan of. <laughs> Overall, good car, um, good execution by them, but I honestly feel like they could do much more. Yeah, them. they they really need to step the game up in terms yeah. of SUVs and performance. Right. Since SUVs are are gonna be the norm, you know, it's it's good to good. It's better if they're ahead rather than you know every year them changing something. Yeah. Because yeah. It's just going to cost what much more money. All right, so moving on to Car of the Week. On the topics of SUVs, our Car of the Week is, in fact, an SUV. Very odd that this, how, how, you know, everything folded out. But this week's Car of the Week is a RAV4. Yeah, so you may think that this is silly. But the RAV4, so the newer RAV4s are actually really nice. Yep. I don't know if you've seen them. They did a good job designing Yeah, they did a really good job. Toyota did a really good job on these new RAV4s. Mm-hmm. They look really aggressive, really masculine. Unfortunately, they only come in four bangers. Mm. 
Yeah, I'd really like to see a V6 in one of these. Mm -hmm. Someone should really swap in a V8. That would be really interesting to see. That would be badass. Yeah, especially yep. in like the all-wheel drive system. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool. Definitely. In one of these. I agree, 100%. Yeah, so the RAV4 we're actually looking at. Remember how I said SUVs are the new flex? Well, this is a perfect representation of it. Um, it it's actually a concept of someone actually modding it to pretty much stance, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a stance body kit. Yeah, which... Uh, for an, for anyone that doesn't know, it's made to look pretty nice, right? It, it's not meant for performance. It's just made to look really, really nice. Right? Yeah. So the car we're looking at, it it looks like it's lowered. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure the suspension system, but it's definitely lowered, and the body kit kind of brings the body lines lower to the ground as well. Yeah. So it makes it look even lower than it really is, mm -hmm. and it looks really nice. Like I I really like the styling of like the Rav4, like I said before. But like this kit, it just adds so much more to it. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I agree with you. And honestly, like the styling, as we said, it, it the this Rav4 just looks crazy. But like when you're just lowering it and throwing a nice body kit on it, it's a perfect daily. Yeah, yeah. It definitely it, it changes the look a lot. Yeah. And it's practical. Oh, right? Because it's an SUV. Yep. And I think you can get these like front wheel drive, four wheel drive, or all wheel drive. Yeah. And yeah, they just look really badass. Yeah. I really like what this person's doing to it. Uh, I think the like the body kit it's in development. Yeah. So it's not available yet. Yeah. But I would love to see this, you know, come to production, see it in some cars in Toronto. That'll be really yep. cool. The the person that's actually designing this body kit actually does quite a bit cars out there. Um I'm just checking out their website right now and it actually shows that this kit might be I mean it's in Japanese, I can't really read it. <laughs> but it actually shows that like they have the kit online. Uh, I'm not sure if you can actually buy this, but it actually shows you what you're getting when when you get this kit, which is pretty cool. But yeah, in the GTA, you know, we've seen SUVs kind of pop up a lot. A lot of people are taking them, you know, stance and melt. People bag them, you know, even like static. People go static on some of these SUVs, mm -hmm. and they actually look really nice. And like we talked about before, like SUVs are like, it's, it's a trend, really. But yeah, I'm a fan. You know, the RAV4s... Toyota did a really good job on them. Even like their other SUVs like CHR and like even the older RAV4s too. They're really yeah, nice. 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. The Ra the RAV4s were always like a, a like they were so different from all the rest. I yeah, feel. even when they redesigned a couple years ago. Yeah. It it still kind of stood out. Yeah. And I feel now that now that they redesigned everything to kind of look similar, like it actually looks like a Toyota now. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Like yeah. what they're like styling, the is, styling and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it actually looks like attached to the brand. Right? Yeah, where it fits in now. Where yeah. before it kind of looked like a Suzuki or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah, I, I like the styling. You know, it's really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said before, I wish it came in a bigger engine. That would have been really nice. But I would love to see someone build one of these in Toronto. Like throw in like a V8, you know, this body kit, bags, full out stance three-piece wheels that'll be crazy ain't happening here yeah uh, rav4s honestly they're, they're pretty cool uh hopefully suvs will keep getting cooler and cooler because i'm with it to be honest a lot of people are against suvs but hey they're cool yeah in the stance community it's definitely a growing trend yeah and yeah i'm excited to see you know what suv market and hopefully the rav4 has in store yeah all right moving on to meats the first we'll start with is Project 6. It's happening 
at Garage 16 on October 5th, 12 to 5. It's um, it's a charity car meet, so um, most likely they'll they'll be accepting proceeds and they'll be donating. It's happening at 7676 Kimball Street. As I said, it's happening at Garage 16. So come on out to this. It uh, should be a good one. All right, next up is Redemption Car Meet. So this is their season closer. It's happening on October 6th. So I think that's the Sunday. Yeah, this has happened at All Star Wings in Pickering. And if you know Redemption Car Meet, you know, it's huge. They have like a huge list of supporters like North Face Rally, mm -hmm. Cars Without Limits. Yeah. Uh, Royal Rap, Hawk Energy, Art in Motion, mm -hmm. all kinds of sponsors, yeah. uh, promoters, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's used every single time. So definitely check out Redemption Car Meet in Pickering. Next is uh, Kaizen Nights. Yeah, this is happening at Northwest Lexus on October 5th, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. They're going to have music, ice cream, and free food. So definitely check it out. Uh, for any uh, of my Toyota slash Lexus guys, come on out. Let's, let's, you know, have a little meet up, you know, you know, let's do our thing. Yeah, and apparently they're going to have a professional racing team there as well. So they're going to be displaying their RCF GT3, which is like the Lexus race build from this team, mm -hmm. from this racing team. So that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check it out. Northwest Lexus in Brampton. All right. So finally, we have Import Expo Toronto Closer. So I'm sure everyone here is listening, knows about Import Expo. They've been hosting annual meets for a couple years now in Toronto. They do season openers, they do some track events as well, and then they're Toronto Closer as well. Mm -hmm. So this is happening on October 13th at the Enneker Center in Toronto. Yeah, so the third annual event for anyone that's been to uh, um, Import Expo, you know, they, you know they do it pretty big. A lot of cars come out and at this venue, I think, you know, it gets pretty packed in there. Yeah, Enneker Center, it's like, it's close to downtown, mm -hmm. so it's a pretty good location, central for like GTA. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a good venue, honestly. Definitely. It's yeah. pretty big for an indoor show, especially in like October. Yeah. Indoor shows are like the way to go because weather's kind of cold then. Oh, 100%. It's cold outside. Yeah. So it should be a good one. Check yeah. it out. Definitely check it out. And yeah. So that concludes our weekly podcast. We thank you guys once again for listening. And uh, we thank you guys again for listening. Thank you for promoting our stuff. For all uh, promotional needs, if you guys want to, you know, get shout outs on here for any car meets or if you want us to promote your businesses, definitely get in contact with us. We can definitely work something out at Northside Whips on Instagram, on Facebook or NorthsideWhips at gmail.com. Yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, definitely share with your friends, family, anyone who you think would enjoy cars and anything about cars. We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all the platforms. We have many options. No excuses not to listen to it. If you have anything you think we could improve on the podcast, any suggestions, anything like that, definitely hit us up. We're always looking for improvements, you know, anything we could do to mm -hmm. make the listening experience better for you guys. 100%. And again, see you guys next week. And thank you guys for listening.